Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This morning, game, set, match, Novak Djokovic free to stay and play, winning his visa battle in court. The tennis star's supporters clash with police and mob a car in Melbourne. Australia marks a grim milestone, one million COVID cases since the beginning of the pandemic. Left clinging to a tree for two days, a father and daughter survived the Queensland floods. And Nick Kyrgios in doubt for the Australian Open after testing positive for COVID. This is 7 News with Edwina Bartholomew. Good morning. Tennis star Novak Djokovic has been freed from immigration detention after the federal court overturned the decision to cancel his visa. A judge ruled the tennis star had not been given enough time to seek legal advice when he was detained at Melbourne Airport. He's since posted to social media saying he's grateful for the judge's decision and he still plans to compete in the Australian Open. But the fight isn't over yet. The federal government still has the power to cancel Djokovic's visa again. Immigration Minister Alex Hawke saying he is considering that possibility. Chaos has erupted in Melbourne overnight. Djokovic supporters clashing with police. Fans outside the offices for Djokovic's lawyers mobbed a car they believed was carrying the tennis star. Officers used pepper spray on protesters, forcing them to move away. Fans were seen dancing on the car and banging on its windows. Djokovic's family spoke to the media overnight, saying they're also pleased with the decision and calling it a victory for freedom. They profess their love for Australia, but say they're worried Novak's visa will actually be cancelled once again. We have just pure love for all the world. We love Australia. Novak loves Australia. He's won it so many times. We'll keep on coming back because we love that country. Djokovic's mother Diana went so far as to say this is her son's biggest career win and also alleged he was subjected to torture in detention. The family quickly adjourned the press conference when asked whether Djokovic went out in public on December 17 while he was infected with COVID. To other news now, Australia has hit a grim new milestone, notching one million COVID infections since the pandemic began. You've got two choices here. You can push through or you're going to lock down. We're for pushing through. Half a million of those cases were reported in the past week. 
Children across the country have begun lining up for their first COVID jab, but the rollout is off to a pretty shaky start. Some pharmacies and GPs have been forced to cancel appointments as a crippled supply chain delays vaccine deliveries and hundreds of staff are forced to isolate. In South Australia, less than a third of kids aged between 5 and 11 are booked in for both doses. New pandemic rules have come into effect in Victoria this morning as COVID cases and hospitalisations skyrocket. A booster shot will be mandatory for workers in health, age and disability care, other emergency services, prisons, hotel quarantine and also food distribution services. This is a sensible addition for the relatively high risk nature that these sectors operate. Other changes include the closure of indoor dance floors along with a requirement for hospital visitors to be fully vaccinated or return a negative rapid test. Queensland's wild summer weather is rolling on with tropical cyclone Tiffany making landfall as residents continue cleaning up from a devastating flood emergency. Incredible stories of survival are emerging. On the outskirts of Maryborough, suburbs are surrounded by water. We've been through several floods before, so we are prepared. While in the city's CBD, relief. Floodwaters peaked at 9.6 metres, but a barrier through the middle of town spared most businesses. I came in, I was like, phew! Not everyone was so lucky. Mother of seven, Kim Ward, has been left homeless. We got our valuables, but uh, everything else we lost. The Mary River is still raging, proving too powerful for this boat. While police risked their lives saving these teens playing in the water. Another incredible story of survival has emerged. A father and daughter were rescued after clinging to a tree for two days. He did say a couple of snakes tried to join him on the tree, so he um, yeah, had to flick those off. Giving police hope in the search for a 14-year-old girl missing since Saturday. This is going to take some time. We are taking this extremely seriously. In the state's far north, tropical cyclone Tiffany has made landfall. The Category 1 will head west with winds of up to 125 kilometres per hour. It'll then strengthen to a Category 3 as it barrels towards the Northern Territory. We could see some isolated falls in that two to 300 millimetre range. Luckily sparing the tourist towns of Cairns and Cooktown. This one, is, it's, it's pretty Pretty mild, I must admit. Three men have been bashed outside a pub in Sydney's west, one of them suffering serious head injuries. The incident occurred shortly before 11.30 last night in Blacktown. A 26-year-old man rushed to hospital after allegedly being beaten on the head with a baseball bat. The two other victims suffered minor injuries. The alleged attackers fled the scene before police arrived and there's now an appeal for dash cam vision. Keys, wallet and face mask. It's the modern day checklist before you leave home in a world trying its best to live with COVID. But some Australians are adding another item to that list, technology that assesses air quality and lets you know when you're at risk. Face masks, sanitizer, and rapid antigen tests. Three tools at the top of our anti-COVID shopping lists. But one other safety measure is gaining momentum. Carbon dioxide monitors are a really simple, effective way for us to know if a space is uh, poorly ventilated or well ventilated. This tiny device detects just how fresh the air is around you. The higher the reading, the lower the airflow. 
and the greater the risk of you contracting COVID. Measuring indoor air quality is one of those crucial, I guess, tools in your toolbox in addition to N95 masks or respirators, um, which are a high degree of uh, masks, which is going to help protect you from airborne transmission. It's one of our many gadgets being used to protect ourselves during the pandemic, including monitors, oximeters and air purifiers, particularly in businesses and schools. And I can't stress the importance of trying to um, maintain ventilation, keep windows and doors open and ensure that you've got that free flow of air. Last year, $100 million was spent on air filters to properly ventilate New South Wales classrooms. But there are fears it won't be enough. We started discussions with the department senior officials last week and we'll have further discussions tomorrow on Tuesday about the risk mitigating strategies that must be in place. Bill Hogan, 7 News. There have been shocked gasps across Sydney after strange objects were spotted shimmering in the night sky. Experts say while they know what it is, it points to a bigger problem for the future. Dude, what the f*** is that? A trail of moving lights in the night sky. This spectacle may have all the hallmarks of a special visitor from another planet. What is that? Oh my God, I have no idea. A sight so compelling, it had many wondering, could it be? We had a few groups around us who were all kind of yelling out UFO, UFO. But the bright light seen across Sydney and up the central coast over the last few days, it turns out, was just another satellite launch in Elon Musk's Starlink program. So yeah, we're a little bit um, frightened, I would say. The satellites will offer global internet coverage across deserts and oceans. With so many satellites up there already and no sign of future launches slowing down anytime soon, Experts here at Sydney Observatory say it is likely to dramatically change how we see space from Earth. So instead of seeing stars everywhere, you see satellites everywhere. With more companies expected to launch yet more satellites in the years to come, it seems there's no end in sight to these spectacles. What the heck? Evan Batten, 7 News. Well, that's reassuring for now. Checking finance now. The Dow Jones trading more than 400 points down. The Nasdaq also down. In London, the FT100 fell and Germany's DAX lost. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed nine points lower. Hong Kong's Hang Seng up. The All Lords finished eight points down and the ASX200 also ended in the red. On the commodities markets, gold is trading at 1,795 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 78 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 71.71 US cents, 82 Japanese yen, and a dollar six New Zealand. Friends and family are this morning paying tribute to Bob Saget, who for decades was best known as the all-American dad from Full House. Let's go live to Marley Hogan in our US Bureau. Morning to you, Marley. Former co-stars are remembering the actor as a very generous man. Yeah, good morning, Eddie. Kind, generous and funny. For decades, he was a well-known, famous face in American households, known as the wholesome dad, Danny Tanner, on Full House. He had other roles as well as the host of America's Funniest Home Videos and the voice that narrated How I Met Your Mother. On screen, his characters were family-friendly. On stage, his stand-up shows were a bit more unleashed, raunchy R-rated material, a stark contrast from his uh, Full House character. But he had recently 
recently started a new comedy tour. He'd performed in Florida just hours before he was found dead in a hotel room. Authorities have confirmed that there were no signs of foul play or drug use. And former Full House co-star John Stamos paid tribute, saying that he is broken and I am gutted. There was also a tribute from his on-screen daughters, the Olsen twins, saying that we are deeply saddened that he is no longer with us, but know that he will continue to be by our side and guide us as gracefully as he always did. Eddie. Very fondly remembered. Thank you, Miley. This daring rescue has to be seen to be believed. A scramble to save a trapped man as a train approaches may sound like something from a movie, but in LA it happened for real. Close calls don't come much closer. A crashed plane on the tracks. Look again, closer, as the train races towards them, police are saving the pilot. And this is how it looked to them. Caught on body cam, as that horn blasted, they desperately try to free the trapped man. Every life here in mortal danger. From rescue to wreck was just five seconds. Los Angeles police in a scene straight out of Hollywood. Watching it on a video when be, being a captain and knowing that my officers could have been struck by that train trying to save somebody's life, it, it's, it's definitely emotional. Apart from cuts and bruises to the pilot, all involved are okay. After losing power shortly after takeoff at a nearby airport, he made an emergency landing in the worst possible place. <laughs> Saved by police with the best possible timing. Seven News. Flooding on the east coast of South Africa has killed at least 10 people and left hundreds homeless as rivers burst their banks. Footage has emerged of drivers trying to make their way through torrents of water submerging highways. Scientists suspect climate change is behind the country's worsening floods. A gigantic prehistoric sea dragon has been uncovered in the UK. The ichthyosaur fossil is about 180 million years old, 10 metres long, and its skull weighs around a tonne. Found in the Midlands region, it's the largest and most complete fossil of its kind to be unearthed in the country. The full lineup of celebrations to mark the Queen's Platinum Jubilee this year has just been revealed by Buckingham Palace. It includes street parties, a concert and a chance to see the Queen's homes up close, as well as competition to invent a new pudding, all part of the plan to mark her 70 years on the throne. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. To more sport now, and Ash Barty has withdrawn from the Sydney Tennis Classic just 24 hours after winning the Adelaide International title. The world number one is focusing on winning her first Australian Open after ticking off her childhood Wimbledon dream last year. In a statement, she says it's to give herself some time to recover, adding every preparation is unique. 
Fellow Aussie Nick Kyrgios has also withdrawn from the event after testing positive to COVID. Joe Clark's fourth consecutive half century and some quality spin bowling helped the Melbourne Stars to a vital BBL victory over the Strikers. The Stars won the toss and bowled, holding their opponents to a middling nine for 139 before tracking it down with five balls to spare. Clark struck, stuck, stayed strong and made 83, whacking four huge sixes in the pivotal knock. Sydney Thunder have extended their big bash winning streak to six matches with a nine-wicket demolition of the Hobart Hurricanes. Cameron Smith has started the year with a slice of history in Hawaii. Smith posted the lowest ever winning score on the PGA Tour, 34 under par, to defeat a stacked field at the Tournament of Champions. Cronulla's Matt Jones did his best to steal the show in the final round. Oh, yeah. Boy, that changes things a little bit. Two for Jones at 13. Jones followed an 11 under 62 in the third round with a 12 under 61 but had to settle for third two shots back. Starting the final round level with John Ram, Smith closed with a bogey free 8 under 65 to defeat the world number one by a shot. Mate, it was intense. Johnny and I played well uh, the whole day. We had Maddie in the group in front lighting it up as well. So, uh, yeah, unreal round, uh, something I'll never forget for sure. Good day out at the office. Miss fourth PGA Tour title nets him more than $2 million. Well, cars cruising down a city street is one thing, but what about a flock of ostriches? Dozens of the birds were filmed running through the streets of southern China after they managed to escape from a nearby farm. Run! No one was injured during the incident, and with the help of police, it's believed almost all of the ostriches were safely returned to their pen. Taking a look at the weather around the country for you now, tropical cyclone Tiffany is bringing some heavy rain and gusty storms to far north Queensland. Troughs are causing showers and storms over northern WA, the Northern Territory, inland New South Wales and western Queensland, with a few showers over Victoria and Tasmania. Troughs are also bringing hot and gusty winds to southeastern South Australia and also western WA. Let's have a look around the capitals now. Brisbane is 29 with possible morning showers. Sydney partly cloudy and 29 degrees. Canberra 26, showers and a possible storm. Melbourne 29, morning showers and sunny. Hobart partly cloudy and 20 degrees. Adelaide 39, humid and sunny today. Very hot. Perth sunny and 37. And Darwin mostly sunny and 35. And that's 7 Early News this Tuesday the 11th of January 2022. I'm Edwina Bartholomew.